Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus, a salty, slightly cynical account of epilepsy and neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. Oh, and a whole lot of tangents. And now, Seizure Salad, with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah B. You don't remember how the hell you ended up indoors. Why the fuck you bring your mamas up there, man? They need high contractor. They do. They do. Or a little bit more moisture than Raton. You know? <laughs> oh, we barely got our monsoons isn't it, in. Jeez. Isn't Silver City higher? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're high up in elevation. I mean, we have, um, we're at 6,000. Is that correct? 6,500? 6,500, right. You're yeah. up there. You're right at the southern end of the Gila National Forest. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. And for those who are unfamiliar with Southwest and Rocky Mountain geography and geology, that's way the fuck away from any major city in America. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Well, four hours away from Albuquerque. How many passes? Um, all right. So, well, we, we take the black range. Um, so what we'll do is, uh, it takes us to go, to go through the mountains and you're going about maybe 20, 20 miles an hour. I mean, we're talking single lane roads on edges that just drop to the bottom. So, you know, it takes about an hour to get through there and then you still have to go through a small, um, a small little area they'll get to like the elephant butte lake which is a big thing here and then after that you got like a couple towns that you got to pass by it's just like it's really boring let's say that you know yeah. there's there's not much to look at by the time you get across you're just staring at dirt for just four hours almost uh -huh. i mean the kind best like part of it is the black range it. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I would say kind of like that, you know. I mean, I can't complain because I've seen, I've seen more boring drives. I mean, the one between here and like Stockton, Texas was horrible as well. I mean, there's nothing to look at outside your windows off of I-10. Right. But yeah, we're we're kind of stuck in the middle of nowhere, which it's not too bad. I like it. Uh -huh. But at the same time too, whenever you got to go see specialists, like uh, we don't have to go shopping at malls and stuff like that, you know? So we're, we're fine with that. But when you got to go see the doctors, it's always at, at least to go see the good doctors is two, three hours away. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. My, uh, one of my dearest friends may be able to get down to Lake city, um, Colorado. And I've got an invite. And I love these guys, known them my whole life, you know, almost, almost my whole life. And, uh, you know, it's the most, one of, no, it's one of the most remote places in not only Colorado, but lower 48. It's remote as hell. Yeah. And, you know, it's tempting, but same thing. It's, do you really, if, if, the if factor really hits. 
Um, for me, it hits because I got a 15-year-old kid. And maybe I'm being too sentimental because I know the little fucker can take care of himself. He's a, he's a man now. He's a young man. He doesn't want it. Okay, here. He has already started to listen to Sam Cooke. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's already kind of reached that, that R&B stage. I remember when I hit that, too. And it's like, all right, all right, now I know how to chill and be a man. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and, yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, what? Rock and roll, whatever. I'm like, damn, dude, that took me another 10 years. Okay. You got me. <laughs> you got me. No, the kid, the kid is cool. He is cool like lemonade, man. He's above and beyond me. Um. But besides him, it's like, yeah, why not go way the fuck mm-hmm. out there? Um, for the kiddos, too, it's like there's there's a big and I'm I see the pros and cons of both sides of this of raising your kids in the middle of nowhere or raising your kids in the middle of everywhere. Yeah, because. Personally, if you find a good neighborhood, a good block in in somewhere like downtown Denver, New York, L.A., somewhere, you know, where the neighborhood, the block, you know, that immediate neighborhood's kind of strong looking after each other. You got a great hood. Fucking, I'd love to live in something like that. That's like an extended family. Um and living way out in the boonies by yourself in the middle of nowhere can get a little difficult. So I feel you. I feel you, man. And you know, that. we, we live in a place it's like, all right, so it takes us 15 minutes to get to town, mm-hmm. you know, and my wife's already, you know, st- you know, that's, that's still a lot. <laughs> Me, I used to live in cliff, which is, you know, about 45 minutes out of town. And I used to travel every day from town to cliff, go stay at school there. And then, you know, I used to live everywhere. So it doesn't matter how close I am to town, but 15 minutes is already enough for my old lady. You know, she's got to be where she can access Walmart. She can access, you know, gas stations and it's quick enough to get to work and everything like that. You know, right. Me, I'm like, let's go far. (laughs) (laughs) But, and, and see like, Albuquerque, if I were to try to move up there for, say, let's medical reasons, go better it up there, it's hard to find a neighborhood like that, like you were talking about. I mean, my brother lives in one that's decent, but I mean, they still had the drug dealer two houses down, you know, and they still had issues with people, you know, over there, you know, I'm afraid to get my my rim stolen off the truck while it's driving. (laughs) So... (laughs) I mean, we, you kind of you kind of struggle live, you know, with Albuquerque. Albuquerque is big, but yeah, I have a dear cousin who lives in Albuquerque. I know, I yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> He'll tell you it's Burke. This is where it's at. <laughs> but well, you know you what, know. though, you do have great family in Albuquerque when you need it. That's that's key, you know. If you're in the boonies, cool. And if my friends decide to move in, down to the boonies 
And if they need something up in the front range, they know they'll always have someone because they have a special needs daughter. So, okay. Yeah. So they know, um, they know there's family up here for them. So that, you know, when you have that situation, that's awesome. And that's one of the things I'm blessed with, you know, that's, I, I would probably take advantage of it sometimes. I, I'll definitely admit that. I, I think we all do, man. I think we yeah. all do. You know, right. we all tend to take advantage of the small things, but at the same time too, it's all family. That's why they, that's why they're there. That's why, you know, they love you that much. You're already there. So, right. you know, right. that's the way I think about it. Um, it's uh, the same with us. We open our door to anybody that needs it. And, you, you know, go. I'm, it, we've been helped so many times that it's, it's here, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, especially like you said to them having a special needs, you know, daughter and they, they can just sit there and go, okay, well we need to, you know, kind of get to civilization and talk and speak and socialize so it can help her, you know, stimulate her brain a little bit because that happens as well. You know, I have a, an autistic cousin and, you know, it's all about, I can't imagine when he's, going through right now trying to sit at home he's always used to being taken there taken here you know it's always stimulation so i understand where you're coming from yeah 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 right now it's stimulation for me oh boy i gotta gotta figure out a few new things around um rewiring a couple things some stuff blew up oh shit well, it's all right. No fires. It's all right. Just there was one spark, though. I did blow a tube. I oh, done, I haven't done that in over a decade. That kind of felt good. <laughs> that was cool. Um, no, man, I'm trying to shake myself out of this tube. This <laughs> tube. Let's get it out of the vacuum tube. Um, out of this tunnel this funk this weirdness and basically it's this code i think hits me pretty fucking hard and i have to be really careful about what i eat when i eat it you know how much how i i'm this might be the perfect excuse to get nicotine out of my life you know i mean shit like that i i gotta gotta look into this shit dude yeah I'm with you on that. Like I said, I'm a smoker as well. And you know, that's a, that's a big thing is to me too, is trying to quit, but yeah, uh, I've tried so many times. (laughs) They didn't cut my, they won't cut my melon for the immediate future. So I'm stuck on weird borderline psychotropic weird shit. Hey, wait a minute. Psychotropic weird shit. Maybe I should just kick back and enjoy this. In a way, too, I, I kind of see what you mean. Um, I also is kind of thinking, too, on I've also thought about how shrooms had helped me when I was younger kind of control my ADHD factor that I got going on. And I was kind of looking into – I'm still looking into a little bit more, but medicating a little bit with maybe some shrooms and getting it to calm down a little bit. I just kind of counteract that same thing that you're talking about. Denver is, has decriminalized psilocybin mushrooms and oh, they're actually using them in various universities for tests to actually treat 
certain types of seizure conditions. I really want to get involved with this. Dude, I, I'd be a test study for that. I mean, what it shrooms. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, I've, it, it's not like LSD where you'll, and you know, I mean, also too, it's not like, it's not like something powerful like LSD, like they've been trying to test and all that. I mean, which they still are testing to these, this day, there's certain types of LSD that you can legally take, but I like the shroom idea because it's just mushrooms, you know, I mean, shit. And it helped calm me down when I was younger, for sure did. I mean, I would see some shit. I saw my brother shrivel up and die one time for some reason. But, you know, I mean, I'm still looking into it as like, well, that's the worst that can happen. If yeah. it could alter and correct this and send my brain in a different direction, hey, worth, worth of it, you know. I'm just going to see it, maybe psych myself out for a little bit, but then I'll recover and be fine. <laughs> I really want to get into it too myself, actually. Ever since I heard that they're making progress in working with epilepsy and seizure conditions, I want in. And I'm, fuck, I'm less than 60 miles up the road. So. Oh, yeah. And see, that's the thing too, though, is, you know, up there how you guys even have cannabis go ahead oh i got it i gotta step over here for quick you're good man keep going i got my speakers up keep going all right well (laughs) what i was thinking though is you know uh colorado you guys are legalized recreationally and that would have been great here if we had it recreational because i would i would have been able to go up and go get concentrates for myself and everything but i struggled up in albuquerque because my medical uh, cannabis card had expired already. I couldn't go into any of the dispensaries there, but shit, if I was in Colorado, I would have been able to just walk in with my ID. But if you can, if they can do that with shrooms as well, like, you know, even sell it in the pharmaceutical area, you know, even distribute it as a pharmaceutical if they want to, you know, I'd still be down to be one of those case studies that they tested on. I mean, I've already been a Guinea pig for all this other shit. You know, and that was chemicals, you know, I mean, throw some, throw some mushrooms. I mean, what's that going to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, it's fuck. I've eaten mushroom filled fucking food before. Can't be any worse than that. So, right. Yeah. Oh man, that must've been epic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that fun. It wasn't that type of fun mushrooms. Um, no, I agree with you though. I agree with you. And I'm I'm gonna be going that way. I'm definitely gonna be going that way. I mean it's even worth just even looking into to see who's doing it and you see how the outcomes are are coming along. You know, I'm I had no clue they were actually doing that. So now mm. I'm gonna look into it and see what they're doing for the studies of it. I was just looking into, you know, the different uh ways the chemicals in the mushrooms, the fungi oh, no, actually dude. connects with they're- the brain. They're full on, yeah, they're full on going to town right now. 
Well, shit. Now that I know that, I'm gonna go look that up. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. It's all too much. Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky, and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat, just keep listening. And join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, remember to unexpect the expected and that it's all in your head. Take a minute to the whip and then I'm gonna mash on gas. Cause I'll be crashing that impasse with that ass syntax. Skinny motherfucker off a bucket of slim fast.